Yo! What's up? This is our first episode, man. Yes, it is. Oh my welcome. God, this is sick. I'm welcome so excited. Welcome to, but also get therapy. Yes, welcome, welcome. Thank I'm you Mel. for joining us. I'm Halima. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Mine are she, her. And also Peng. And also Peng. Both of us yeah. are also Peng as well, I, as an alternative, if, if you, you just want to refer, inclined. Exactly. If you yeah. just want to refer to me as Peng, then that's absolutely fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Sometimes I think she just, yo, Peng, fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, wait, have I ever told you about how my mum just calls me they? <laughs> well, like, as in, because she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she doesn't understand that, like, the way to use they, them. So how, how so does she do So instead of being it? like, oh, they're over there with, and... She'll just be like, they, they, instead of being like Mel, she'll be like, they, they, what do you want for dinner, they? And it's like, what the fuck, What man? day is it, they? Yeah, swear down. She'll be to my, she'll like be to my brother like, oh, call they and ask them. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bless her because that's just, you know what? You've got to take what you can get. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. lie when to you. When English is your second language, you know 100%. what I mean? It's tough. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and I feel, to be fair, like, I'm just glad she's trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and not there. saying she. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? I feel good, mate. I feel good. Um, I feel nervous. Yeah. Because I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said it twice, so you must yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, let's actually discuss the fact that I was always already like quite hesitant to do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but- and Halima kept begging me. Yeah. <laughs> Halima kept saying, I beg you, please, I don't want to do one on my own. It's dry. So I said, fine, I'll do a podcast with you. And now I'm on this podcast. And you hate it. And I want to resign. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So thank you for listening because you're filling our our audience with so much like uh, uh, confidence. Confidence. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I actually never wanted to be here and I hate her. (laughs) And she's actually really ugly and she walks into my house randomly. Yes, same. I don't even know her. (laughs) All right, so this is But Also Get Therapy, um, the first podcast with my bestie, Mel. Um, We're going to, yeah, we're going to firstly jump into why we called it But Also Get Therapy, because I know that people have spoken to me about it and been like, that name is jokes, but also why is it called that? Do you know what's jarring? No one's spoken to me about it. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Why are people speaking to you about it? No one's coming up to me like, that's a sick name. You know, I'm really gassed for you. I'm excited for your podcast. People have actually blocked you since you came out with the podcast. (laughs) I've lost followers. I've actually lost followers since I announced this podcast. The fact that you're bettering yourself, you're losing more friends. That's what's happened. Do you know why? Because I'm being my authentic self. And if people can't handle that, then that's their business. Then bun you and your nan. Exactly, exactly. Because she makes shit croissants. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Did I get a bit angry for no reason? Exactly. Um, Um, You go. Okay, so let's start with the... Why we came to each other and been like, yo, let's start a a podcast together. It kind of felt kind of like natural, to be fair. Like, Mm -hmm. I... I don't know. I've actually had an idea to do a podcast on my own, but I was like, also kind of like you, I don't really want to do it on my own because yeah. I feel like that would be really dry it, and kind yeah. of lonely. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if like me, myself, I yeah. can like carry a full show on my own. I found that when I was doing a big up past Halima, you're a bit lit. Um, when I did for a black girl. So I had a podcast before this that literally never reached anyone, but to record it on my own in my room. Do you know how sad that is? <laughs> 
Do you know how it was actually so because I would boss a joke and I'd be like, looking around and it's like, it's actually so peak. And I don't know why I was recording in the dark, but it was always dark. Like it was so dead. Okay, bro, so I, I understand that because carrying a podcast on your own is actually so exhausting. And like, yeah, I mean, I never tried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disclaimer, I never sat in my room in the dark <laughs> and recorded a podcast, but I think if I did, it would also be the same. Yeah. yeah. It would just be sad. Yeah. I feel like for me, the podcast that I wanted to do was mm. going to be about like queer people. It was going to be like queer centric and like trans centric. So actually you doing it for a black girl and then me doing like a queer centric podcast. I don't know. It feels like <clears throat> I can incorporate that into mm-hmm. this podcast and you can incorporate what you wanted to speak about. Yeah, exactly. Into this podcast because I feel like. It's like who we are as yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Exactly. And we're we're reaching all types of audiences in that. And I feel like super comfortable talking to you about it because not necessarily have I lived the same life as you, not at all. Mm. Um, and have I had the same experiences? No, but I think we both understand that we both struggled in some way. Mm-hmm. And um, we can both appreciate that our experiences need to be spoken about more because... Yeah, and also I think like, mm-hmm. at least for me, I was like looking for podcasts yeah like i was i was like actively asking people yeah. as well like hey do you know a podcast that's like led by queer people yeah. and like is funny and they're not white <laughs> do you know what i mean do they give you and do you know two how and hard and a half that is? it's really not that much to ask <laughs> but do you know how hard it is to fucking find that like it's actually mad because mm. the thing is you will find it and you'll find someone who's like queer who is a person of color or something who's doing yeah. a podcast i just haven't like found i one. haven't found one that like i really clicked with so i was like mm. well I don't know. People say stuff like, if you, if you can't find it, like make it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, should we just make it? Well, you were like, should we just make it? And you were like, like, can you stop calling my number? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think more time it was like, I know with our conversations and like the way that we feel so comfortable with each other, Mm -hmm. I feel the safest when I'm vulnerable with you. How cute is that? That is so cute. That's you just actually declared your love for me on this podcast. That's so positive. I'm actually gassed. Oh my God, that was so cute. We I can end sick. it now. I can just end it. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. can end it now. I That's just validated end. our friendship. There we go. <laughs> That's what we needed. Actually, can you guys stop listening now? It's, about, it's quite intimate now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop. Push pause. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, no, I like, I, 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 yeah, I felt, feel so vulnerable feel so safe with you when I'm vulnerable. I don't same, know how same, you... Same. Yeah, I don't know if I could do this podcast with anyone else, to be honest with you. That's sick. Yeah. Because you were like my third person that I picked. Oh. Uh, I'm a dickhead. So I think we should talk about why we came up with this name. Like what Okay. What the name means. Okay, you go. You start. So I think for us, we've both been like in and out of therapy mm. for a while. Mm-hmm. I think you have been in and out kind of longer than me, actually. Like you've had like a longer relationship with therapy than I have. I like started therapy when I was like 20... Three? Yeah. 23, yeah, yeah. 24. Yeah. Um, which was a long time ago now. Not mm. that long ago. But, Can I um, ask what made you get, get into therapy to begin with? Yeah. Like, so the current relationship that I'm in, <laughs> my wife, <laughs> my wife made me get there. No, I'm joking. Um, basically, I was just having a rough time, mate. Yeah, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you, like I was having like a really rough time. Mm. Um, we were doing long distance. Mm. She's American. So we were doing long distance between like America and London mm. and like not, not just any America, not like New York. Not just any America, you know. Yeah. LA, bro, of like the whole other side. So That's it was like long. eight hour time difference. I was just really struggling. Like mm. 
mm. because I have an anxious attachment style. If mm-hmm. you don't know what that is, please Google it. We um, can tell them. Yeah, yeah, go on. You should tell it. them because we're both anxiously attached. We are anxiously an- attached, yeah. I can't say that's really difficult to say. Anxiously attached. Um, basically, I fear abandonment. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. In no, a essentially, nutshell, that's yeah. exactly it. I'm scared of losing people. 100%. Um, and it characterizes itself as having like an in- inconsistent caregiver when you were younger. Exactly. So you overcompensate yep. and you um, basically, you later in your life are scared that people are going to leave you. So you like... The way you show up in a romantic relationship is, I show promise up at their you, house yeah, yeah. when they didn't ask you to, yeah, like, <laughs> please don't at me. Come, no, no, not you, not you. Allow <laughs> it, not you, not you. I'm really not at you. Like I've done that. <laughs> Basically, like do the most. Yeah, and like, you'll literally do anything for that. Like, you'll die bro, for them, and you literally met them last week, bro. Like I'm creating <laughs> scenarios in my head. I'm like, okay, cool. So um, you're gonna bring my mom these samosas because I've said favorite filling is lamb and then we're going to go on a long walk mom doesn't walk anywhere does she walk anywhere no and you're going to meet my friends and we're all going to go Paris together and yes. it's just lit and we've just I've created this reality that you had no uh, you've had no choice in no it's just you a know, Tuesday for them it's just it's actually a Tuesday and exactly. they and they bumped it and, they, and you're my barista <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even spoken to yeah, yet. I, haven't even, I haven't even ordered my flat white <laughs> I'm just not like yo you're dank and I'm like I've created this whole thing so yeah, so segueing out of that, that's what anxious attachment style means. But we'll talk about that a little bit more, I think, throughout all of these episodes. But continue. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where I was anymore. Um, long attached. distance. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's why I started therapy because I'm anxiously attached and, like, I don't know. Long distance is hard when you're anxiously attached. Yeah. Like, you do not see that person mm-hmm. and you want to be around that person, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're anxiously attached, honestly, like, if you could be around them, like, 24 hours a day, yeah, literally, like, up close, pressed up against them 24 yeah. hours a day. Not sexually, just like <laughs> literally just near them. Like, then that's, that's the fucking dream. Can I and ask that a is question? really sad. Can I ask a question? What? But this is in like the peak stages of my anxious attachment style. Yeah. You know when you're holding their hand or you're holding like them and you're like, yo man, holding I could them. be closer. What? <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, I could be closer. The reason why they're not squeezing me to death is because they don't rape me. Can I tap that is? <laughs> They're literally like spooning man. And, and I'm like, like, how can you be any closer? And then I'm like, oh, because you haven't entered me. Okay. Is it? Yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, you don't rape me. How peak is that? Oh, but that's about sex though, really. No, 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 no. Like come inside of me. Not like I'm that. Sorry? Allah. <laughs> Jeez, But bro. like, but you know what I mean? Like I, you're like, nothing's enough. That's basically okay, the okay, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because you can't, like, because you almost want to become part of them. That's exactly like the an, thing. I want it's you to like engulf codependency. me. It's right. codependency. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. want to basically, like, become one of their limbs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, I get what you're saying. And ultimately, you're not satisfied. Because they could tell you they love you. They could show you they love you. Yeah. But because you ultimately at the core of your existence is that everyone is going to leave you nothing's enough and it's actually really unfair on that partner as well no 100 it's really not fair because they don't know what the fuck is going on yeah they're, they're like, like yo man like i'm actually just trying to chill like yeah, i actually love you you know like <laughs> is that not enough like i've yeah. told you i love you like 20 yeah, times yeah, today. Yeah. Got, you got me to get a tattoo of um you on my forehead oh, yeah and it's there but you still scared i'm gonna leave you <laughs> i can't get a job <laughs> i can't leave the house because yeah. you want me near you all the time yeah. You've locked the doors. <laughs> yeah, mate. So that's kind of why I started therapy. And then that kind of like, yeah, it kind of like helped me discover, like helped me figure out like gender identity stuff and like mm. finding out that, not finding out, but like coming to terms with the fact that I'm non-binary and mm. like, like, yeah, genderqueer. Yeah. Like 
honestly, therapy has like helped me in so many ways. And like currently I'm about to start again mm-hmm. soon. So I just, I'm going back and forth. Um, that's what therapy is about, isn't it? It's not linear. Yeah, because you don't need to do it like all the time. Yeah, it's not. Also, of, that's like bare money. It's bare peas. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like a course of antibiotics. You don't just take it and then you're one and done. Like things exactly. can come to you or at you and, and and hit you in different ways. And you're like, yo, man, I need to get back into it. But Yeah, because life happens, man. Yeah, you can get the tools, but sometimes the tools need to be resharpened. Oh Who my you, God, bro. who am I? <laughs> I'm going to dead this podcast career thing and poetry. Be Give me a, a quill. poet. <laughs> okay, what about you? What's your like therapy relationship? Um, my therapy relationship, is, it's been a long one to be fair, yeah. yeah. So I actually started therapy counseling type thing. I struggled with my mental health quite a bit when I was 14. Um, and I was putting to CAM. So that's a, like um, an NHS... An NHS like counselling service for children. There we go. That okay, took yeah, way yeah. too long. Yeah. So I did that and I was I was in that kind of thing um for a year. Mm-hmm. Um but I was 14. I to even like process my emotions, let alone be in therapy or in counselling was a bit a lot. I was just doing it because like it was literally court mandated. <laughs> mandated. Because okay, I was right. I was at risk, quote unquote, right? Okay. Um and then I stopped that. But I had actually didn't really rate the therapist in cams not saying I didn't rate cams but just that specific therapist because I've learned now and I'll get to that at the end of this little bit um I really needed to see myself and my therapist so I really needed to be with a black therapist okay yeah. but I didn't I was like these old white ladies um telling me about my life and Pauline. a lot of yeah Pauline <laughs> big up actually I've got a friend called Pauline and she's a bit lit oh so. sorry um sorry no disrespect um, Pauline just Susan listening. bruv who's got a Susan in their lives yeah, truly. Your mum. My brother wanted to name his baby Susan. Shout out, Ren. No, no, no. He didn't. He did. His newborn baby. Susan. I like your brother. That's rude. He's meant to be. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him on his podcast. If you can hear this now, your kid is not going to get an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I had bare Susans in therapy. And like, yeah. I actually had a Susan that I liked um, at school. And she was just very, very sick. She she helped me from. When you eight... say a Susan at school, you mean a therapist at school? A therapist. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, a white okay. therapist at okay. school. I you just had a mate called Susan who you really liked. Cool. But we're going off tangent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, my babe Susan, yeah. She's the one that got away. Uh, I think about it every day, Susan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this one, one goes out to you, I Susan. I imagine this is like a really, like, um, what's the word? It's like a really, like, um, manipulative way of getting like a love letter out to someone yeah this whole podcast is yeah. just for you to get back in touch with susan <laughs> i commit to my best friend that i want to do a project with them um and then sorry and then i um had yeah that therapist that was lit but till i was 16 and like and i left for sixth form so i couldn't have therapy but i was actually seemingly okay when i got into that because of the work i did with her it was actually very very good mm-hmm. and then um got back into therapy when i was uh 21 because life happened and yeah, I needed to really understand why I was, I describe it as I was bleeding in places that weren't safe. I was like pouring myself into places and trying to seek the comfort in places where like you can't find comfort, like alcohol, people that didn't rate me, men. Like it was like, I needed to pour that back into myself. Mm. So yeah, and and I stopped that for two years and then, and then I, rest- I literally restarted like, what three weeks ago now two weeks ago three weeks ago yeah yeah, like two three weeks ago yeah 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 which i'm very proud of you for thank you thank you um but yeah and and i'm lit super excited about therapist big up you yeah don't say that name no i won't but also why are you listening for a second why are you listening though (laughs) it's not breaching like the contract this is actually this is confidential right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
No, this isn't confidential. Your relationship with them is confidential. So surely they can just listen to your Well, podcast. I think that's bare that weird. weird. That's but boundaries. then I would. Boundaries being crossed. And we'll talk about boundaries now in my therapy. No, but would you? Let's say, for example, okay? Yeah. Like you're a therapist. Yeah. Which we're not, oh. by the way. No, no. By the way, disclaiming we're not therapists. Yeah. Uh, we're just talking about our experiences in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say, imagine you're a therapist to a celebrity. How can you not? Do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. You kind of are going to consume stuff. Of but course. But then if you go out of course. your way, that's a bit weird. No, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That is a bit weird. I mean, I hope if I'm in, if I'm a therapist, I can understand like self-control and like respect my clients. Yeah, that's I'm true. saying I won't. <laughs> and that's why I'm not a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why I'm not doing it. Exactly. But I did, actually, I did study psychology. Oh, so you're a therapist? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick up University of Brighton. University of Brighton. I wanted to ask you or us. Um, yeah. What what's the, what's the name about though? Why did we oh, call yeah, it we that? Actually, that was the reason that I, that's actually what I said, and then we ended up and talking you about were why scared we went to therapy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The name is about we kind of just like we were in that just before we were going to Honest Burger, vegan Honest Burger, and we were sat brat, outside. Brat brat. Well, Mel's really, vegan, by the because, way, um, I got a stomachache after that. Did you? You oh, told yeah. me you had the worst shit after. As yeah, well. I did actually. I that you. killed man. Like Do you know I was why? done out. And sorry, I'm this. Are we going to get sued by Honest Burger if we talk about mm-hmm. something? We can say it's Defamation. Our, of what? Character. Yeah. Can, does a building have a character? I mean, a brand. No, no, no. no. A brand, yeah, yeah. Oh, Is that right. not defamation or character? I don't, I don't know. I mean, Basically, we'll find out. the chips were in the toilet. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the chips were in a cupboard in the toilet. Like, I went to the toilet. Yeah. Okay. And I came out where I'm washing my hands by the sinks. Yeah. I turned to my left. There's a door that says staff only. And I thought, oh, maybe that's a staff toilet. Why were you looking there? Huh? Why were you looking there? Because it's there. Like, okay, cool. it's on my way out kind of thing. And okay, it was on my way in. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I was like washing my hands. And then this guy comes in who's a chef. And he opens that door. And I thought yeah, he was going to go and pee. And there's just like bare food in there. Yeah, it's a bit butters. And he's taken out to take it outside to cook. And I was like, this is a toilet. This is, there's, do you know how many poo particles are in here? <laughs> bare. That is disgusting. Anyway, and that's why I think I got a stomachache. Okay, cool. Because I had a stomachache. But I think it's because before you got there... Oh, by the way, fuck's sake, I'm that person. I'm gluten-free. <laughs> How long did it take? Yeah, you're not got... gonna lie, you're the only person who's not white. That's that gluten, who's that's gluten-free. gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I know who's gluten-free is white. It's like when I was a kid, I didn't think that black people could get hay fever. I thought it was a white thing. I'm a dickhead, I'm a dickhead, I'm a dickhead. Anyway. Allow it. Yeah. I wanted to call it the Bezzy Breakdown. That was so moist. Yeah, because I was like, no. No, that's I'm not that. us. And it sounds it doesn't really feel weird. right. It doesn't yeah. feel right. And then we, yeah, we were like, basically, we want to be able to chat shit to yes. the nth degree. Whatever we like. Whatever we like. And then kind of like be like, but also can you get therapy? Because I... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever we say, it doesn't matter. Because as long as you take this away, which is get therapy. Then we can say whatever we want. Exactly. I can tell you to sleep with your boyfriend's mum, but also get therapy. Exactly. Yeah. Disclaimer, get therapy. Get therapy. <laughs> Just always get therapy. Just always get therapy, man. Um, but also don't sleep with your boyfriend's mum. Because that's nuts. That is nuts. But also explore that in therapy. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to, please explore that in therapy. Exactly. Um, I think it's a sick name. I can't lie to you. So what I wanted to ask you is, mm. do you really think being a beg is a choice? A love language, sorry. Love language, sorry. Yeah, because I <laughs> that's me. <laughs> ask Gab. <laughs> ask, ask their wife. Honestly. Honestly. I think it is a love language, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It, it truly is because you're one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> I mean, is it being a beg 
or is it just being available all the time all no the time what, no matter what and you'll drop everything for that person yeah that kind of is what being yeah, a beg yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not being a beg i think it's like you're just not respecting your own boundaries yeah 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 which basically. is basically being a beg yeah <laughs> and i've done that quite a bit oh you must have asked me in the, when you're washing up just later just earlier sorry you know the murder stuff I've done for a romance? And I was like, no, don't talk about it now. Don't talk about it now. I didn't say for a romance, but you know, that is... For gals. <laughs> no, no, not. What? Like, for what? I said, do, do you know... Do you know, <laughs> said, do, you know do you know how many mad things I've done for women? <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, tell me. No, allow it. No. Prof, what a podcast. Okay, what's the maddest thing I've done? Yeah. It's not that mad. Well, a little bit mad. Yeah, I, personally, I believe. Mm-hmm. Firstly, if any exes are listening, tap out. <laughs> also, how did you find me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even your ex. Actually, shit, my Instagram is <laughs> public, you know, fuck. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to say that I think in every relationship I've had, I'm not going to lie, I think, I think like, I've been a dickhead. Yeah. I honestly think that every relationship that's ended has been, like, a lot of it my fault. Do you reckon? I'm honestly coming to that realisation at Do my big age. Yeah. Do you want to explore that? No. Not now. Not in this episode. No. <laughs> this is too much for the first one. It's heavy. I hear that though. It's heavy. No, I hear that. No, I definitely hear that. But that's, but ultimately that's what we are doing as people, as we grow, we understand our contributions to events. If I mm-hmm. am on my deathbed as a wrinkly, to be fair, knowing my skin, I'll be looking beautiful and tight. Yeah. Um, if I'm on my deathbed looking 20 <laughs> um, and I don't say I've learned and I don't say that I was also the problem, then I haven't le- like I haven't done this world right. That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah, I feel that. But for a very long time, I've been too stubborn to believe my, to understand my contributions to events. So whilst it's heavy, it's real and you clearly therapy is working in some way. Right? Yeah. 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 So the maddest thing that I've done. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go. go. So, <clears throat> The maddest thing that I've done, I don't think is that mad. What was it? I don't, honestly don't think I've done anything like that mad. I'll be honest with you, okay? Is but it going to be something cute? Cause... No, no, it wasn't cute. Mm-hmm. Like, we broke up. Yeah. And then I was just like, I got my mate to drop me at her house. We were teenagers, so like... That's calm, though, Mel. You're actually like... This no, is no, actually no, it's calm. actually not calm because <laughs> You can tell I'm tapped. The way I was like, it's calm, it's calm. Yeah, yeah. The way you're like, just justifying it is really yeah, yeah, I'm doing it tomorrow. I'm, really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to this person's house tomorrow to roll up. They don't know. I'm... Bro. No, I literally... So I rolled up at her house and then like, she didn't... She was out. So like, her sister opened the door and then her mum came to the door. Oh, and, yes. And like, they were like, oh, do you want to come in? And I was like... Okay, and then like I just cried to her mum. Oh, bless like, I you, actually bro! Cried to her mom because like I didn't want to break up, and I was mm. like a teenager. But that's embarrassing for me because yeah. her mum then dropped me home and shit. And then like I remember she messaged me the next day or something saying like you can't do that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't think I said okay though. No, maybe no, no. I did. I don't know, but I was like very young. Bun romantic films because the reason why I act this way is because I was honestly it's because I've been because seeing romanticization films, man honestly every day love letters I want to stand outside your house with a boom with box. A boobs. say anything I don't have anything nah. that plays without anything connected to a wall like I can't be holding something over my head do you know oh, how heavy that is that is what you're gonna get on the e3 yeah I can barely film gigs for one minute with one hand and I'm holding a whole boom box <laughs> you're dickheads um I I genuinely think I always say this right romance films romantic films do you know how porn is really like bad for like constructing realities around sex 
I think romantic films are really horrible because they construct um, like inaccurate realities around um, like romantic relationships. Yeah, romantic relationships and that. Yeah. Because what all I've learned from these films was one, um, men can do men show up unprepared and like basically like the broken guy and like you have to fix him and women need to fix them and if a man is treating you like shit it's because he's got hurt in his past life and we're the fixers yeah that's one thing it's true and the two thing the second thing right is don't respect anyone's boundaries because just it's in the name of love you can do whatever you want yeah that's chase them fucked. to the airport show up outside security am i going stansted <laughs> Have you ever done that for someone? What, go Stansted? No, no, not Heathrow. No, have you, oh, right. have you ever gone to the airport? No, but I did go and link someone after meeting them three times. Oh, like in a whole country. Full, yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah. Sad times. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I didn't even, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's a well, that was a whirlwind romance. That was, definition. that was. And like, I don't, I'll say it. I don't know if I regret it, but I don't like want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. You've um, learned. You've learned from I it. I have. I have. I um the maddest thing I've done. Well, of course we're gonna explore this because I'm open to talking. About yeah, what's it. the maddest thing you've done for a person? Bruv, I went. I was dating this guy. He was such a prick. <laughs> Sorry, fair. I have yeah, to say fair. it. He was such a prick, Most but it wasn't like are. it was a it was a don from like Tinder. Um, and it was a Don from Tinder. Yeah, it was a guy from Tinder. Oh, like, okay, okay. So it wasn't anything too too deep in that sense. But um, I had been on I'd been on a date with him for like a couple times, and he briefly mentioned in conversation that he was going to this club. Um, for but he doesn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know if it was a Friday or Saturday. But this this like event was going on for two nights: the Friday and the Saturday. Okay, okay. I decided that he was going on the Friday. Hadn't spoken to him about it. He was he ghosted me by the way. Ghosted me. And I decided also £27 entry. <gasps> Bro. Where were you? Mayfair or some shit? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I was in, I was in the seaside town. <laughs> oh, you were in Brighton? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was in a sequel. £27 entry in Brighton? I, but I got, what the fuck? Were they serving fucking what, no caviar in there? No, 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 bruv. It was some, some any warehouse, bro. Do you know how butters that is? Do you nah, understand? Were they serving like premium drugs in there or something? Premium drugs, yeah. <laughs> but gold plated, yeah. like gold plate, like gold plates and coke. Um, no, they weren't. They were selling lukewarm Budweiser though. Big up. Oh my God, bruv. Yeah, and I'm gluten intolerant. Hello, I said oh, it again. Shit. Get another shot. What, you can't get vodka? No, nah, you can no, have vodka. No, beer. I can't have beer. Yeah, but you can have vodka. Yeah, why make me have vodka? <laughs> I didn't want to have vodka. I just wanted to find this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I sh- you went in there yeah I went in there so I on had no own. on my own I had been out with my friends in town now dipped I was like oh he's going to be there he's going to be there I now show up at this warehouse place um, pay £27 with no friend in sight no <sighs> one on my own this place is massive um, and so I in in my efforts to like get him off the brain I deleted his number because he was ghosting me right so I was like let me delete the number his messages Um I remembered his number. Like, I haven't memorized anyone's number since my phone number from when I lived in Wembley. I'm so confused. I memorized his number whilst, because my friends were like, delete it, delete it, delete it in front of us. So I memorized it and then messaged and then rang him. I don't even know if I know my own number like that. Oh shit. And then you, then you called him when you were in the club? 13 times. <laughs> Do 
Don't ever look no, at me did that he way. Actually, no, did he actually, did he pick up or did he like message you anything? Bro, if I call someone 13 times, you think they're going to pick up? I had to, if I'm I not going to lie. If someone called me 13 times, I'd be like, are you okay? Yeah. Actually, yeah. But is that because we're nice people? Because honestly, if anyone called me 13 times, I'd... nah, to be fair, if an ex called me 13 times, I'd be like, boy, it's But what, when, when is the big, when, when is the urgency coming into your system? What, the fourth time, fifth time, sixth time, seventh yeah, time? Also, do you not understand that after you've got one missed call, it's the same notification on your phone and the number just goes up yeah so do you know how rude that is it's true i bailed the don 13 times so that's sad though bro. no i like, know clearly you were at the height I, of your anxiety yeah, yeah i was really like anxious and like i think that was just me on this like love crusade like you do oh. but this is like this is the shit that i saw in films and it worked out for these fucking white women but yeah, i'm but out in here film, you don't see them calling the guy 13 times and showing up at the club yeah, no, you don't do that. Yeah, so where do we learn that from? <laughs> <laughs> what film were you watching? <laughs> did I get the bootleg version? Allow <laughs> it, man. I get why though. I get why. No, you did I, it. I, I get that. why. It's 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 the it's a, a joke in my friendship group, but like, I honestly couldn't tell you at the time. I was like, this is just me. Like, again, like this is what you do for love. But it wasn't even love. I was just so anxious. So anxious. I was like, I just. Again, bleeding in spaces that weren't safe. Yeah, but also get therapy. <laughs> but also get therapy. I was, yeah, I, I definitely knew therapy then. Yeah, that's sad, mate. But this is what happens when you have a contract with unlimited minutes. What? You call people. All the time. Times. Yeah, but that doesn't go into your minutes because they didn't fucking pick up. <gasps> <laughs> You're fucking crazy. I'm a prick. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Yeah, so that, that's it. So that's being, so being, that's us being a beg. Okay, so I think we should talk about some disclaimers that we put out on Instagram uh, last week. Yeah, we did. We did a post and there's one disclaimer that we didn't add to the post, but I would like to address on this episode, mm -hmm. which is that we are creating this podcast for people like us. Yep. So that's like queer people, uh, people of color, uh, trans people, basically everyone, everyone. It's for yeah, everyone. it's for everyone. Yeah. But we're not making this to, to please. please anyone, yeah, essentially. Yeah. So we are going to say what we feel. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about our experiences of white people mm -hmm. and be honest about that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I think listeners should bear in mind. Because if, you know, you're easily offended by things like that, I would say switch off now, bro. Yeah. Switch and off now. And put on Coronation Street. What? <laughs> and put on Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switch on Corrie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> listen put on countdown and have a great day I, I love countdown do you yeah actually i actually used to watch it when i was at work hey maybe i'm offended by you people Ma like you. yeah maybe you're offended <laughs> by people like me but yeah um, this podcast is for yeah it's an inclusive one isn't it yeah exactly people are like me people are like you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um not like susan though i don't think no definitely not susan but susan you can enjoy it susan if you want to enjoy this yeah <laughs> listen susan if you want to enjoy this podcast... <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, Put down the Yorkshire pudding. Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> Listen, step outside of Weatherspoons for a second, okay? okay? Put down the Stella. Come on. Come on, Susan. Stop. Susan, it's Wednesday. Exactly, bro. Um, it's actually not Wednesday, but... Oh, Susan, then get lit. It's yeah, Thursday. Exactly, bro. <laughs> But yeah, it's not for you, Susan. And 
But if you want to carry on the journey with us, like yeah. that's your business. And if you're, if you call yourself a white ally, that's your business. Yeah. Um, we haven't even even got into how we met. Oh yeah. But we've been here for so long. Yeah, it's actually cool. <laughs> Basically, yeah. we met at school when uh, it was like rehearsals for like summer production or some shit. Mm. I am. What four four school years older than you? So yeah. I was in sixth form, and Helene was like year nine. Yeah, year nine. Was I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you were year nine or something. I thought it was and year like eight. I was playing the drums in the school production, so I was at the rehearsals, and you were like an act. You were acting in it, yeah, or singing in it or something. And then that. you came over, being cute, and you were like, "What are you saying? You play the drums, yeah?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Who's this fucking weird child?" <laughs> So true though. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, whoa, this child's like confident and they're yeah. like year nine. And I was like a bit taken aback by it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were. I remember that. And I was like, because I really wanted to learn how to play the drums. Yeah. And Mel was lit. And I was like, and also like, I can't lie, I'd already had like an energy level check from other people because you will, everyone knew who you were and you were like just jokes. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, can you, can you teach me how to play the drums? So we, you agreed, and we did it every, did we do it twice a week? No, I think we did it once a week. Once a week. Like I basically taught Halima drums for a, a bit. And then we became friends, and I was like, this person's jokes. Yeah, it was, fu- those lessons. They mo- were jokes to be They fun. were really, really, yeah, really yeah. jokes. Um, and I think, so funny, because uh, I can't really remember too much other than just creasing. Yeah. I was going to say that, like, it's wild to think about, like, that's the place that we became friends because like now looking back i'm like that's so long ago so long like, it ago. feels so long ago that like because we've been through so much since then yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. honestly i think this might be one of the friendships that i've gone through like the most with mm. like not just like the most in terms of like my own personal life but like in our own friendship yeah. like we've gone through a lot together like yeah friendship breakup yeah broken up like twice we broke up twice yeah like we've come back together stronger better badder badder (laughs) yeah buffer buffer (laughs) um yeah i think we definitely have gone through so much and obviously stronger and better for it but it Mm -hmm. it was a lot Um, but as they say like every breakup makes you stronger makes you grow yeah and i do think that like we just have our friendship breakups like we're very stressful Mm mm-hmm it really shook me because this is like the no 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 you're not the longest friend I've had at all. But how dare you? <laughs> at all? Did you have to add that? <laughs> at all? Fucking hell! Actually, stop! Don't kill me. So rude. Um, this is definitely like um one of my most meaningful friendships. Oh. I hope so. This whole podcast is literally just us declaring our love for each other. Yeah, trust me. This is why I said, like, please don't listen. Can you just yeah, turn exactly. off your Actually, earphones? you should have switched this off, like, 40 minutes ago. Yeah, at this point, it's just like, do you know when people are lipsing in the corner and you're just bare watching them? Let them do their PDA thing. We haven't even spoken about what we're going to talk about in this podcast. Like, it's not just about therapy and our experiences in therapy. Um, well, because life is your experience in therapy. Yeah. Like, everything you talk mm-hmm. about in therapy is, like, your life. Like, you talk about mm-hmm. your life in therapy. So, like... It just makes sense for us to speak about our lives in a way. Like, not yeah. just like, oh, I had a sandwich this morning. But like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, our yeah, actual yeah. lives. And like, things we've been through. And like, maybe even things we've brought to therapy. Yeah. That we're bringing here to. Yeah. For other people to listen to. Yeah. And you know? I know for me, because I'm restarting it. And I've restarted it 
um, I want anyone that's like thinking about getting therapy and being like, fuck me, like I want to do it. Yeah. Come on this journey with us. Yeah. Because like, been in get time. It. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you're restarting again like after a long time. Yeah, yeah. Two years. Yeah. It's long. But honestly, I feel like once you're like comfortable, once you find the right therapist, then you're like comfortable mm. with that therapist. Mm. I think it's like, Honestly, it's like easy breezy. It's not easy breezy because nah, like, okay, growing is very painful. We just had this conversation before we started recording that like growing as people is like a very painful experience. 100%. Because growing pains is a real, like a, it's a phrase for a reason. Mm-hmm. Therapy is hard. Like it's hard. It's not mm-hmm. easy breezy and stuff. You actually, the work begins, the work mm-hmm. begins before you start it because to get yourself to, oh my God, to source a therapist. Exactly. When you're in when you're in that dark space is, you can't tell me that's not the longest thing in the world. That is the longest thing. So you're telling me now, yeah, I feel depressed. I feel a bit shit. I feel like my life's going dead. Mm-hmm. I have the resource, granted I have the resource to get a therapist, but you're telling me now source one out, go there. Like, and this is, and this is if you have the resource to get private therapy, don't even get yeah, me exactly. started with, um, NHS, with NHS. Yeah, yeah. again. Big up the NHS. We love the always, NHS, but, but we can we can actually identify that they're so under resourced in yeah. the mental health department and all departments yeah. because bond this government. Yeah. But I, what I was trying to say was like, imagine, yeah, you're in that space where you can barely get out of bed and you're telling me to come seek a find a therapist. Oh my god! So like, therapy begins. The work begins before you're even in the therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, do you know when they're like, oh, you can only change when you want to. Do you know to get to the one? It's, oh my God, it's so hard, no, it's so like, yeah, hard. I get you. Because um, you're almost, you're vetting them. Yeah. You're, you're having phone calls with them, you're like, is this, this, this is my a vibe, lot. this is not my vibe. Yeah. I got lucky, like I got, I got like a really good therapist, the first therapist I ever spoke to. Mm. But then like, I think when I started going through like my gender identity stuff, yeah. I was a bit like, hmm, like she misgendered me a few times. Okay, cool. Like kind of regularly actually. Oh. And that was like quite triggering for me. And I was like, hmm. This isn't actually a safe space in that in that way anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of difficult. But like, to be honest, I think she agreed that she'd taken me as far as she could take me. Got you. And so we both decided like, hey, like, we're good with each other. And mm. then I, now I'm with like a therapist who is queer. Mm, sick. And that's just much better for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. yeah. Representation is super important in therapy. hundred percent. Yeah. So I think like, if you're going to go to therapy, like, it's an actual commitment. Like it's a huge commitment and it is like maybe a bit scary, maybe a bit nerve wracking Mm. because like, I think some people are really scared to go to therapy and like, because they're worried about like, if they start talking, like everything's just going to like gush out basically, like all their trauma. Yeah. And like, I think that's a really normal feeling to have. And also you can opt out at any point, you know, you're not like in prison. Like you can just be like, you know what? I'm actually not going to go back to therapy anymore. I, I said ready. that. I yeah, said yeah, that. Exactly. I was like, no. I, I basically was like, I'm paying for this. I feel, I felt unseen, unheard, and also, I didn't want to do the work. Yeah, facts. Fair. Actually, facts. I did not want to do the work. And you're being honest with yourself. I didn't, and I was like, I right now, I'm too far gone in regards to like, mm. I'm not even in the space to like get therapy right now. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to show up for myself. And then. Even like, for, so for, for context, I had lost my father. So a year ago, mm. I remember like just everyone around me being like, can you get a therapist? And I was yeah. like, I am not ready. Like I need to bloody process what happened. So Grant, so then what happened was that a year went by and, I'm, and I turned around and I was like, yo man, 
I'm going to be in therapy. And then I and I dated a couple. I dated a few therapists. She said, do you know what? I bust a joke because so my therapist won't, me, won't let me lo- make jokes. Sorry? My- <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? That's very rude. I didn't fucking hear any of these. I'm so what sorry. What do you mean? You just, you, that was sick. You started, bro. I was singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did also, you say? I'm a singer. Um, my please ther- don't sing. Uh, should I? No, no, don't, don't, don't. please, because I've got um, At li- not on the first episode. Why? Because I'm gonna scare people away. Yeah. Listen, if you made it this far, you're not going anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Go to work. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to prep three times now. Just go. <laughs> um, I yeah, she won't let me make jokes. Uh, she's like really try and don't like do the kind of like the people pleasing joke side of you yeah, just like yeah. when you're telling a traumatic story that's why your coping are you bussing yeah. up 100% yeah it's like deflecting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like oh I don't want to tell you how deep this thing was so I'm going to make you laugh so you aren't scared of me because some of my um, things are ugly yeah yeah, hey, yeah that's yeah. really honest yeah I'm here to be honest I and appreciate I think, that yeah I think I was saying this to Mel downstairs I wanted to, I wanted to hear someone that looked like me from my area, like with my background, talk about the things that we're going to talk about on this podcast, mental health, sex, romance, um, friendships, uh, well, situationships, all of that shit. And, but looked like me and is from my back. And I wanted that. So, and I couldn't find it. So here we are. Yeah. Um, so I think we should call it there. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you wanted to say. I think we're good, man. Um, are you happy? I'm gassed. I'm gassed. <laughs> um, thank you for listening to our first episode called But Also Who Are We? Yep. Um, and thank you for joining. We'll be uploading every Monday on Spotify. Yes. And you can also follow us on Instagram, which yep. is at but also get therapy. Yep. And if you have anything you want to write in to us about, we have an email address, which is... But also get therapy at gmail.com. Exactly. If you've got any like questions about us, anything you want us to talk about, any dilemmas, all of that, please yeah, let us know. Please chat to us. We'd love to hear from you. And also you can follow our individual Instagrams. Yep. Mine is kingtofu underscore underscore. And I know a guy with an E, not a W... So yeah, thank you for joining us and I'll see you next Monday. Peace. Bye.